Hello, hello, hello. Today is Monday, March 6, 2023, episode number 280. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. What's happening? Well, happened to the weekend. It's gone. It is so. I mean, it started and then it's gone. It's gone Uh, constantly. I swear it just goes way too quick. And especially a busy weekend like this one. What's so cool is that we're getting into the campaign season. So everything's going to just be on fire from here on out. And all I have to say is Trump 2024. I am so stoked. I honestly am. The man is just, he's got an agenda. He knows what he needs to do. I'm glad to see him. I, I love watching the rhinos crumble. I'm just having a blast with this whole thing. I really am. It's just fun at this point. Yeah, and everybody's all upset about it. DeSantis, Trump. DeSantis, Trump. I know. It's just like DeSantis is not even in the race yet. He's not even going to probably get in until June. I mean. Everybody's, you're, 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 you're going to burn yourselves out if you don't calm down. Exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. I mean, I don't, the reason I don't, there's a, why don't you report, you know, I do report stuff on it. And you know, I'd already said, I'm not going to talk bad about DeSantis. I love him as our governor. I want him to stay governor. I'm not going to talk bad about him. I'm not going to attack DeSantis, the people who decided to, you know, to, to support DeSantis. I'm not, I'm not going to attack anybody on it because I know in the end we got to get these Democrat communists the hell out. So, right. Uh, everybody's gonna have to come together in the end one way or the other so i'm not going to play that game and 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 you don't have to no you don't you really do not especially when he hasn't even thrown his hat in i'm happy that we've got two really great great candidates i mean honestly i mean they're very strong they're very pro-america they're america first i don't have to worry about either one being a rhino i am 100 percent for president trump i've made that very clear i mean that that's my guy and abandon Trump. And now he's my guy. I mean, it's just the, that's the way it is. That's the way it's always going to be for me. And he's got some unfinished business, and I expect him to take care of it. I really do, and I'm excited about it. I, I think this is going to be what is going to change our country for the better going forward and right all of the wrongs. I just hope that I live long enough to see some of these people prosecuted. I'm telling you the truth. It, isn't, it, isn't it funny he's talking about ballot harvesting? We're going to be the best ballot harvesters ever. I swear I was the first person who's, who came up with that. I like know. right after the election. I mean, I used to be a I used to be a guest on your other podcast before we started ours right. um, every Wednesday. And I remember just soon as they started cheating Trump out of it, I was going, What we gotta do is become the best. I'd say it every show. I know. We and both it's like, were it's like like a year later, mm-hmm. nobody's saying it. And then all of a sudden, here it is two years later. Now everybody wants to talk about it. And I'm just like, Yes, that's how you win. Look, the rules are the rules. The rules suck. But if you want to get them to change the rules, that's what that's what that's what I was making clear. If you want them to make them start ballot harvesting, there's like 11 or 13 states or something where it's legal. You go there, and on, when they dump their ballot harvestings in the middle of the night of 600,000, you dump them 1.4 million that you put all over the state. You went into every bingo hall, every church. Every Bass Pro Shop, every you know, exactly. all the place conserved, every every driving range, uh, uh, all the golf courses. I mean, everywhere you know that they do it. So Absolutely. you do it. And people like Scott Pressler, instead of knocking on the door trying to register somebody, which you still try to register people, then but you're getting their name and your ballot harvesting. Once you do that, and they lose ballot harvesting, they'll get rid of it in about five seconds. Oh yeah. I, I mean, that is what is so cool about this whole thing. I mean, President Trump, he, he's he got a vision. He knows what's needed to win. I'm, unfortunately, we're, we're still sacked with so many rhinos. Like, of course, we have Ronna McDaniel. I mean, really, what is she going to do? What, what is she, it's up to us. Well, seriously, look, she, oh, my God. I know. I'm going to try to even not be so mad I can even say this. Okay, I knew that. You knew that. Everybody mm-hmm. listening knew that. We hey, Look. You can cry about them cheating all you want, but you know, I mean, I mean, I do, but I'm not in the power to change anything, but you are, but you sat there knowing they cheated Trump out of it mm-hmm. and know the ballot harvesting and early voting scam they got going on, did it? And then there's 13 states or whatever that have it legal. So 
you spent two years, the last two years, you know what you did about it? Nothing. You rode around and got drunk in, in limos and drove private jets around. That's it. That's all you did. Yeah. And here we are. Okay. It's two years now. It's not even two years for the election. It's like one year and nine months for the presidential election. What has Rona McDaniel done about ballot? Does she have a team? Does she have a plan? Does she have agents out there? Is she talking in every state it's legal, learning every rule? Learning No, no. She's going on Twitter four times a day, going around, uh, taking limos, having her Mai Tais, and taking private jets, and doing fundraisers for the party. Mm-hmm. They have no ground game, folks, none. And you got to beat them at their own game. It's legal. It sucks. But that's the rules we have to live by, and that's the rules you better go play by. You're going to get beat again because they're going to cheat you out of it. Absolutely. And that is why this is by design. They want their own candidates up there. And that is what has gotten them to lose. That's why we had the problem with the midterms. We should have been on fire. We should have all been participating. There should have been a ground game. There should have been all kinds of things that were going on where people could participate. She's sitting there stealing ideas from Scott Pressler, who said, hey, I'm signing people up at gas stations. You like these prices over here? Well, then if you don't, which no one does, then you're going to come over here and you're going to sign, you're going to register as a Republican and you are going to vote in the midterms like no one's ever seen before. She acts like that's her idea, didn't do anything beyond that other than recognize it as her own and didn't set up any kind of ground game it's up to us folks it really is i forget these people i'm serious if we need to be actively involved ourselves it starts with us we can handle all of this i'm talking to people in california and all around the country they're getting psyched about this because this is a tale of two americans you've got up to America. So you've got Biden's America and you've got Trump's America. You've now had the opportunity to experience both. Which one did you like more? I mean, it's clear. Yeah. You really don't have to say anything that, other than that, that. That that all this ballot harvesting, mail-in ballot cheating they did wouldn't happen. That it was, I mean, he had the he had every record of the economy for the last seventy years. Trump peace pretty much throughout the world exactly and then nine months before the election they did this is all planned Fauci, mm-hmm. Fauci was in on it mm-hmm. this is all planned so they could get all the mail-in ballots and shut everybody down and, and, and you know mail it mail there's no way they're gonna catch the cheating and then you got embedded and that's this is Trump's fault for not firing Christopher Ray because I, I told him every day under his account please this is gonna bite you in the ass I'd say it all the time uh, this is going to bite him in the ass, man, if he don't get rid of this guy. You got that right. He needs to get rid of him. Well, and so, you know, and then he got Bill Barr. Yeah. And then, you know, two bad mistakes. You got him and Bill Barr, who's like, yeah, let me think. I'm going to, I'm going to really get somebody good that's going to be an outsider that's going to come in here and actually run the Justice Department correctly. Okay. Let's get George Bush's. Attorney General. Jeez. I mean, come on. I know. I, I it was like, God. Ridiculous. Well, it's the same names being played over and over again, and that's how deep the swamp is. People don't recognize that until they really start paying to into attention to politics we do it every single day so we recognize these names when one moves to another position to another position these are career-long republicans rhinos and they have their hands in every single pie it's all about me 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 and and how they move from one position to the next they have their loyalties where they lie you're not going to get anything new and different unless you start hiring outside of d sleazy everybody has to come from the outside all yep you have to go in there you have to go in there first day and i will give DeSantis this that's what he did he went mm-hmm. in here in the first day he went down to broward county he fired all the election cheaters that's been down there brenda snipes and everybody else then he got rid of all the bad sheriffs then he got rid of all the george soros um i mean he just got rid of everybody you have to use your power to go in there and you have to clean house and uh you have to just hey the top everybody in the FBI is going. See, the top everybody in this is going. The top, and just gut them. Just right. gut them. You can do it. Don't care what the media says. Just go in there and gut the hell out of them. Oh, I am so I am so excited about the whole thing. I we have got 
we have got so much to look forward to and the left knows it. They are scared because we have lived it. Like I said, you can talk to anybody, anywhere, and they're all being affected. When you start looking at what's happened to this country as a result of the Biden regime and the way America First was running under President Trump and how the economy was booming, how things were getting back on track, the border he was securing, he was focused on building a wall, he was focused on getting us out of wars, our allies around the world were cheering this whole thing on because all of a sudden America was back. We had all of these things going on. I mean, we were excited about it. American flags, you had you had the rallies, you had everything, and we were back. It's time to get gas back drop, again. Gra- yes. Gas dropped to 1982 levels. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, he, he was doing peace accords over in the Middle East, for God's sakes. I know it. And then so, everything. He walked over in the North Korea and shook hands exactly. in North Korea. Exactly. With pretty much just on the spot without hardly any security. The guy is a genius. He's exactly what we need then and what we need now. And I don't think there's anybody that's even going to come close to what he can produce. And I'm just, I'm really looking forward to it because it has been horrible for for anybody that's been paying attention. When you start looking at this, and this is really true, this is the uh, Kabosi letter. And here's, they're just lining out the facts. Listen to this. Record 16.5 trillion in household debt. Record 11.9 trillion in mortgages. Record 1.6 trillion in auto loans. Record 986 billion in credit card debt. Total mortgage debt is now more than double the 2006 peak. Meanwhile, 36% of Americans have more credit card debt than savings, with balances rising at the fastest pace since 1999. This is all while mortgages, mortgage rates just hit 7.1% and credit card debt rates hit a record 24.9%. We are fighting inflation with debt. This can't end well, and it won't end well. I mean, this is a fabulous threat. People are living off of credit cards for their groceries now because inflation is so high. They are maxing these cards completely out as a result. They go on to say, meanwhile, interest rates are rising at their fastest pace in history. The average payment of new mortgage has risen by 61% in just 18 months. The average American is spending a record 46% of their income on house payments. Debt is being used to purchase basic necessities. The worst part? The U.S. government now has $31 trillion in debt that is expected to hit $50 trillion within the next 10 years. Annual interest on this debt is set to cross a record $500 billion this year. I mean, this is where we are under Biden's regime. Which would you rather? Yeah. A Trump America or a Biden's America? Yeah, it's so bad. You know, used to pay Peter, you know. Um, uh, Peter, Peter to pay Paypal. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Picked a bit for yeah. yeah, exactly. It's true. We're in seriously bad shape right now. And so when you hear things from Joe Biden who says, China owns us, well, that's because you've slowly but surely been selling out the American people. You have been printing money nonstop, started with Obama and just Print, 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 print until our paper paper is worth absolutely nothing. We've got a lot of work the, the, to do. The, the worst thing the, the worst thing we did was we give all of our manufacturing. We don't make anything in the country no more. And mm-hmm. as a result, they the prescription medications, antibiotics, they own ninety not they make ninety five percent. So they can just cut off the spigot and nobody gets their blood pressure pills. Nobody gets it might be a good thing. Absolutely. But nobody gets their insulin. Is that a good thing? I mean, nobody gets. Uh, antibiotics, which you know, antibiotics save life, and there's an infection. You I mean you have to have them? Oh my gosh! Well, we so, start I mean, looking at where it's made. Like we don't make said. nothing. We right? Don't make, we don't make steel. We don't make anything. Mm-mm. We have a nothing. real problem, and that's what we all looked at when we were dealing with the pandemic. And we can say pandemic now. I don't think there's any question about what's been. You really going want on. to know what happened to manufacturing in this country? All the manufacturing was 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 old school Democrat states, you know, Detroit, 
put people like that and all the manufacturing is up north and then them democrats uh, run run them cities and the unions for so long the, the, the they they taxed the hell out of businesses sent them overseas that's what happened they taxed them until they couldn't afford to even be in business anymore so they're getting squeezed from the top getting squeezed from the bottom by the union and they're just like screw it all We're the regulations just killed yep. us, absolutely killed us. And that's the thing. When you start recognizing, you just brought up an incredible point because it's true. When you start looking at where all of our drugs are manufactured, it's under, it's overseas. China and also Europe, those are the two places where we get most of our pharmaceuticals. So when we get into a situation like the pandemic, nobody wants to go and say, oh, it came from China because they're so afraid. But now that we're finding out all of this other stuff, China's sitting there with a card in their pocket saying, hey, you funded it. Hey, 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 what, what are you looking at us for? You want to start having that conversation right before your elections? We've got all kinds of things that are now breaking loose as a result of what happened with the pandemic. And that was when ballot harvesting was introduced. Now, all of a sudden, they want us to ballot harvest. All right, let's tie that in. We're going to be the best ballot harvesters the world has ever seen. <laughs> we are going to have to get an... going on it. Yes, they do. We've all got to. We've got to all start participating in all this. We've got a country to save. It was a fantastic address that President Trump uh, did. And they have highlights here and they're fantastic. He talked about everything. And the Gateway Pundit did a wonderful job of summing this whole thing up. And so I'm going to drop it into chat so that you all have it. If you have any questions about how he sees what we should be doing, you can check it out here because they have the entire speech, the entire, all the highlights and everything. And it's just perfect. He says, point blank, no turning back. We will finish what we started. We need to. We've got a lot of work to do here. Did you see the basement dummy fell up the stairs again? Wasn't that pitiful? I am so embarrassed. I Falling really up the stairs am. number three. <laughs> I don't know he what He tries to do to this say. weird jog thing. Look, I'm healthy. Look, I'm jogging a little bit. He always mm. tries to like, every time he does, he looks like an idiot. I got him right here. And uh, given the salute there before he boards Air Force One, just like that, he touched down not even four hours that ago. That was a quick trip, but as you said, very impactful. <laughs> the president also traveling with the press corps, so they will be on Air Force One. Yeah, it was a quick trip. Yeah, literally. Did you see him have a brain freeze a day and talking about, oh, talking about trying to talk about his he is uh, so uh, health issue where they removed a cancer or something, and then he's like just totally froze, and then he said they cut his head off to look at his brains or something. Did you see that? Uh, no, thank goodness. You know what? I can only take so much of him anymore because it's just <sighs> constant. It, it's so embarrassing, and to think that this man is trying to lead us into World War Three. I mean – I just go, how how confident are you? As you know, I have a lot of friends in town right now. And so everybody's having these conversations and they can't listen to it either. They're they're so embarrassed. They just go, what is happening to this country? And a lot of them are Democrats. That's the funniest part of all. And they're upset because a lot of people are told not to throw their hat in because they don't want them to run against Biden because they've put this protective barrier around Biden. They're like, don't we have other candidates in the Democrat Party that they could replace this fool with? And I'm secretly thinking to myself, please don't. <laughs> there, uh, if, I like things if, just the if, way if they, they are. If I'm just telling you, if if, if they haven't, if they hadn't, um, he hadn't announced he's not running by like June, then he's running for some, some strange reason. And I'm I glad know. of that. I know. I mean, it looks like that's who the candidate is going to be. Well, they figure they can cheat in the same five states again in the same. They don't have to cheat in the states. They go to their little cities and they sit there in a warehouse. And they fill out ballots until they win. That's what's happening, folks. It's so true. It is. So, And, 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 and they, they, you know, that the governors know there are because you got Whitmer in Michigan. You got Katie Hobbs who just completely stowed her own election. Mm -hmm. Arizona, you got the, that Brian Kemp, who's a Republican in Georgia. He's a worm. Oh, yeah. Oh, completely. He absolutely Total worm. is. But when you start looking at some of this stuff, okay, you even got CNN who is asking Jill about competency tests, and she gets so nasty. Listen, I love this. So much fun. Listen. Nikki Haley, one of the Republican candidates, is calling for mental competency tests for those politicians over the age of 75. What do you it's think ridiculous. about that? Ridiculous. Why, Jill? Would your husband ever take one of those? 
I mean, we haven't even discussed. We would never even discuss something like that. Why? Um, <laughs> we got well, problems. <laughs> we we never discuss something in there because he's not competent enough to have a conversation about it. <laughs> he's not competent enough to have a, converse, a conversation about competency. Next question. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You nailed it. It's so true. It's like, oh, gosh, he couldn't understand the question. I mean, really, that is where we are. I, this is so funny. They'd be like, what's your name? He'd be like, uh, John Alexander. Corn Pop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, he's, he, he keep, no matter how many times he gets busted, he did it again this weekend, talked about he was in the civil rights again. Uh, can you believe it? I can't. Again. No. no I, Although even the, oh, it's just like, we already busted you on that. Even the CNN and MSNBC I know. busted you on it. It's so sad. Here he is. I was a student up north in the civil rights movement i remember feeling how guilty i was <laughs> i wasn't here how could we all be up there and you going through what you went through looking at those i can still picture <laughs> joe please go i mean really run joe run i really want you to i more now than ever um it's just it's it's so great because when you see the difference when you have something to compare night and day too and and quite frankly that's what it is it is night and day and you've got this guy who knows he has absolutely no idea what he's even doing or why he's there he's racist as the day is long you just it's just racist awful. As hell. yes i mean he really is oh, and then you've God. got president trump who just loves his country more than anything in the world i mean he is taking it when the, these people are elitist folks. They don't hang it. They've never been downtown. Mm -mm. They've never been in the streets, whether it be white areas, black areas, Hispanic areas. They've never been anywhere on the street. They have no street knowledge at all. That's why Hillary Clinton says hot sauce around and they're and they and they're so awkward when they talk to minorities. And you can tell they just like they don't even know how to talk to them. They just they, they think you talk different. Like you just like just be the same person. They're exactly like you. You know, I mean, have you ever noticed that they change their accents they it's just racist as hell but more than being just racist they're elitist these these are people you know that 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 are born with family names and million million millions and millions of dollars everywhere they look everybody they know is a millionaire everybody knows a doctor lawyer politician they have no idea what it's like to just sit around and uh, uh you know hang out and go to the kegger they don't know how to light a fire in their own they fireplace. They don't realize it's how sad. shitty and boring their parties really are. They, exactly. <laughs> but they're starting to. They're starting to recognize it. And you've actually, I mean, you're seeing a huge change in the lamestream media. I mean, as they're all getting, they're losing their jobs over and over again. I mean, it's just, it's not a question of if, it's when. But back in the day, you had people like Jon Stewart who, was, who were called calling Joe Biden out on his racism, right? Now, all of a sudden, they're not allowed to say anything out of line. Mm -hmm. um, but here, here's a nice little exchange here, and one that I got a lot out of, because you recognize that they know exactly what they have with old Joe. The Philadelphia Inquirer, yesterday, you were quoted as saying, the one lesson I learned from my previous presidential run is, words matter. That's right. And you can't take words lightly. And then you came out with this one. All right, here you go. <laughs> Listen to this one. This is great. Barack Obama, I mean, you got the first mainstream African-American who's articulate and bright and clean and a nice-looking guy. I mean, that's a storybook, man. Wow. Well, let me tell you something. I, I spoke to Barack today. I, I spoke, bet you did. Uh, <laughs> I also spoke to Jesse and Al Sharpton and, uh, and, uh, and I also and spoke Michael to... Michael Jordan no, and anybody no, you no, could get no, your no, hands no. on. Michael the Jackson did, Five. Michael Who else? <laughs> Michael didn't call me. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, what I was attempting to be, was not very artfully, is uh, complimentary. This is an incredible guy. This is a phenomenon. This guy is. And look, the other part of this thing is, I uh, the the word that got me in trouble is using the word clean. I should have said fresh. What I meant is he's got new ideas. He's a new new guy in the block, and it's not I'm working. I'm gonna help right? you out. Let me help you out. I liked it. I liked it. Throw, throw up the sentence again. Here's what we're going to do. This is the uh -oh. sentence as it appeared. I'm going to help you out using punctuation. All right, here's what you could do. Throw a period up there right after African-American. I mean, you got the first mainstream African-American. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Who is articulate and bright and clean and a nice-looking guy? I mean, that's a storybook. 
man. <laughs> right there. Nobody Whoa. could argue with that. Uh, That's what I meant to say. And that is, is really all you needed to do. Oh my gosh, he's just so busted because, and, and everybody knows it. They know what they have with Joe Biden. He has been a racist for a really long time. You've got yeah. all kinds of clips of him over and over yeah, it's, again. It's, but yeah. they're elite. They, 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 the only time they, they go around us, you know, hayseed hick citizens, us, us peasants, is, is when they need our vote. Right. So when they do go out and they go to these places and churches, and even black churches or even, you know, white areas, Hispanic areas, they sound like idiots because they can't relate because they, they just, they have no, they, they're not from the streets. They, they, they've never lived poor. They've never lived paycheck to paycheck. They don't understand. They don't even understand the lingo. No, they definitely don't. They definitely don't. And and it's more obvious now than ever. They're getting rid of the middle class. So the division between the two classes are so extreme that it's hard not to notice. There are a couple of just great memes that are going around. And this is what I'm loving is that people are starting to get more and more involved. They have a very clear picture of the two different Americans. The face you make when Russia invades the country that launders your money. And they have a picture of Joe Biden here <laughs> with a frown on his face. I mean, this is these are the wars that we're getting into to protect you. Ukraine, their playground. I mean, you know what was happening with Ukraine. You know that their labs over there. You know that they've been laundering money. You saw what was happening with all their sons and daughters on the Burisma Energy Board companies making billions of dollars with zero experience. I mean, all of this stuff needs to come out and it the, needs to get fixed. I did a tweet today, you know. It's amazing. They every war is the same thing. They get us into a war way over somewhere. Like think just think about Vietnam. What in the hell are we doing in mm. Vietnam? I know. Seriously. What know. the hell do they have to do with anything? I know. If Vietnam if Vietnamese we'd have won and Vietnamese would be a free country right now, it still wouldn't mean anything different. They're not these big giant country of uh, you know, political importance and all and, and, and financial security and and, and a world power, it's just, but, but it's just like, you know, Korea, which, you know, they say in, in a tie because it split the country down the middle. Right. But they do the same thing every time. They get us in these wars somewhere that we have no business in. They try to topple the leadership. And then they say, this is important to America freedom. Uh, I mean, just go back. Korea, this is important to America freedom. Vietnam, this is important to America's freedom. No, it's not. Afghanistan, this is important to America. Iraq, this is important. Libya, this is America. We get, we, this is important to our freedom. Ukraine and Russia, important to our freedom. It's I mean, so it's true. over and over and over. And bam, I just mentioned the wars of the last 40 or 50 years, mm -hmm. 60 years. So, Think about what good did any of those wars do besides get hundreds of thousands of Americans killed and cost trillions of dollars. And it cost our, we spent the money, the taxpayers and all them people in Washington got rich as hell. And that's what it's all about. Well, that's exactly what it's all about. And when you start looking back and you start seeing clips of things where people were actually blacklisted from Hollywood, including Eartha Kitt in the 90s for talking about some of these issues. But this is your perfect, this is a perfect tweet because it's really true and it goes right with this clip. You said here, remember all of this when, when Korea said it was crucial to our freedom in the USA, how'd that work out? Remember when our government said Vietnam was crucial to our freedom? How'd it work out? Well, here she is and this took her out of Hollywood as a result of this interview right here listen to what she says things that I was saying to Mrs. Johnson also Whoopi I said to her we were taught to hate the Germans because we had to fight that war we were taught to hate the Koreans because we had to fight that war we were taught to hate the Vietnamese because etc etc we were taught to hate the Japanese when the wars were over you didn't tell us not to hate them you didn't retrain us and then on top of all of that, you took the industry out of the United States and gave the American jobs to the enemy. How can you possibly expect us to accept that when you never told us any differently? Mm. And now you're considering, you're telling us that we're a problem and we came home from these wars without a job? And look at the Gulf War. These boys came home and didn't even find practically enough money to pay their mortgages. And they're considered undesirables. The boys who came back from Vietnam were not even considered first-class citizens when they came back. They were hated. 
undesirables. And you are now telling us that we should love one another without jobs? You tell us that we should be good without jobs? That you gave to what you told us was the enemy? What are we supposed to do now? Walk the streets, that's what they were doing. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I may be exaggerating a little bit now because every time I think about it, I just get so angry and annoyed inside about what that government, these governments are doing to us as American citizens. My country tis of thee, as the man said on the, the boys who came back from, from uh, the Vietnamese wars. Great land of bigotry. What happened? Why aren't we correcting these situations? When you bring foreigners into the country, the Koreans, the Vietnamese, the Japanese, and they're walking all over us in our jobs, mm. and you expect us to be nice, sweet, loving people. Yeah. When the community is being broken apart, now, when you... now the taxes are so high that both parents have to work, yeah. and we are latchkey kids. Yeah. What do you expect of the children? Of the children? Now you said this. Okay, so there you go. It's the same thing over and over and well, over again. Yeah, everything she said was right, but she had to throw the Germans in, which wasn't good to start it. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, the World War, you know, the World Wars, of course, um, I mean, we had to get involved when Hitler was taking over everything. Just, you had to. And then Je when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor, I mean, what are you going to do when they attacked? Well... So the, the thing about this is, is that this has been happening over and over and over again. And this woman, as a result of talking about it, she was, she was completely taken out of Hollywood, 100%. And it was so interesting is to see Whoopi back then. And she's listening to her and she knows that this is how it's been going for all of these years. And it's just the same thing. It's just rinse now and Now she looks like the, the angry woman at oh. eight who Whoopi. She is. She absolutely is. I'm I mean, not Whoopi. I'm the angry woman at eight Whoopi. She is angry. <laughs> they're all angry. They're, I, they're pissed. And yes, they're dumb. They are. Boy, it's a bad combination when you don't know anything. You're dumb as hell and you're pissed. <laughs> <laughs> they say the dumbest stuff on that show oh my gosh it's, and, it's so ludicrous and it, it's so it's it just like oh my god did you just say that you're a damn idiot mm -hmm. uh, i know well this is what's been happening here and people are starting to look at it a lot closer and i'm just i'm just glad that people are starting to wake up i mean I, and that's what i'm getting at least from my group i saw here that you had quite a tweet over the weekend 6.8 million views you got everybody talking you said i got uh, them all yeah i got all the young people across the whole world Oh, man. You certainly did. But there is so much truth to this particular tweet and how you grew up versus what's happening now. You said here, I chuckle inside when someone calls me a boomer. You know why? Because I know my pre-internet, pre-cell phone, real music, real instruments, nature-loving, kick-the-can, skateboarding, bicy bicycle ta tag, cruising the strip, Bonfires, bell bottoms, muscle cars, Saturday morning cartoons, roller rinks, cookouts, and jamming Boston, Boston on my eight track tape in my jacked up Nova with mags was 100% a million times better than your brain dead, sterile, boring AF, whiny iPhone childhood. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? It was a setup. Because I, and they all, all the little, you know, all the little young people across the world, all oh, they're throwing fits over it. Oh and God. and the funny thing about it is, you just proving me right. Yeah, you're not out playing. You're not out trying to build a house. You're not out fishing. You're not out doing anything. You're sitting there answering a guy named Cat Turd in your youth. You're young. What are you doing on here? I'm old. I ain't got nothing better to do. I know. <laughs> I mean, they just completely freaked out because these are the kids now that are willing to stay in their homes, not go to work, not go to school, be masked up, be paid by the government to absolutely do nothing. You've got highest depression rates and, and suicide rates that we've had and I can't even tell you how long. You've got people that don't want to go to work. You have people that will not engage in society whatsoever. They don't want to be involved in it at all. They're perfectly fine in this sterile environment of dating apps, not meeting people, not going anywhere. They're they're okay with all of this. I'll be 
I beat Joe Biden in the uh, uh, top 100 influencers on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. votes. Oh, my beer. Isn't that the funniest thing? I was. I laughing. couldn't believe they come out with that today, and I looked, and I was number 11, man. I was like, what? I was just hoping to make, like, 93 or something. But oh I actually gosh. didn't think I was on it because I actually scrolled it backwards. Uh-huh. So you went because the other I, way. I, yeah, because I was seeing if I could, you know, once I got to about 50, I said, well, I guess I'm not going to be on it. Oh, my gosh. This is fantastic, though. Yes, you are high up there. You're number 11. Then you've got Corn up blissed behind you, Pop but, Crave, but, okay, Biden. Okay, think about that. This 14. is the funny thing about it. Okay, underneath me, somebody named Corn. Mm -hmm. Below that, something Pop. Corn, Pop, then Biden. Did you see that? <laughs> That's the funniest thing. <laughs> right. Oh Corn my pop craze. Gosh. Biden. Oh, that brings you one more step closer to Biden. Isn't that the fun? And you're still ahead of him. You're still beating him. I even beat Andrew Tate. Dang it. Yes. I mean, that's ridiculous. I think it's fun. Oh my gosh. These are the greatest list ever because they know exactly what's happening. People are waking up and people are flocking to your account. What you're at, like 1.5 million followers now? Because yeah, this is not based on followers. They have a, that you can. This is uh, they have different ones like the you know the followers. Of course, I wouldn't even be on because there's people with 100 million and stuff. But it's uh, uh, influencers and they go by engagements. Well, I mean that's telling you a lot. That's to my point that people yeah. are starting to turn off the lamestream media, and it, it's really happening because they're tired of being lied to. And this whole thing with the pandemic, this whole thing with the stolen elections, and everything else that they've been lying to people about—they're getting tired of being embarrassed because they don't want to engage in conversations with people that actually know what's going on and what they're talking about. I mean, they're running from these conversations. I had friends that would memorize everything that mad cow would say i mean it was just perfect i had no idea how they could just listen to something one time and basically nail her speech about russia 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 and everything else and then all of a sudden when all of that was proven to be false you don't see those people anymore wanting to engage they in took her off the air for a while and they kind of back later that's what they did with jimmy Kimmel, you know and he was caught with all that uh, being in blackface and all that, he to, you know, we're going to go to blackface rehab. They send, they, he goes to blackface rehab, uh, um, mad cow. She, she goes to liars rehab and they all just ease them back in later. It's ridiculous. Well, it is, but there's, they're up to their same tricks again. Okay. So we've already been covering the Twitter files and everything else. People are waking up to the fact that you've got the lamestream media, you've got the print media, you've got social media who were engaged in stealing the, the elections because they have had nothing but an echo chamber. Well, they have, they've already started it again. The AP just came out with this article article thousands now this is after coming off of cpac thousands of pro-trump bots are attacking desantis and haley now this sounds exactly what they were doing in 2016 when there's it came no to bots deplorables that were going up against hillary clinton remember all of that you were a bot foreign agent all that stuff i know i was called that several times but see now they're doing a little spin on it they're trying to act like they're attacking their own so desantis and haley they're throwing in this time instead of being i can't wait to the debates something else the I primary know. debates are mm. gonna be so good and there's gonna be i agree i would say 16 somewhere around there um that get in and of course some of them you've never heard of mm -hmm. and will i think remember how they did it last time they did it like a, they did a, a two debates they did one at first they did the lower tiers, right. and then they did the higher tier. Right. So, um, yep. Well, you know exactly. I mean, President Trump is just shredding it. I, he's just, he's got it. It's going to be fun. The debates are fun. The primary debates for Republican when Trump's in there. They're boring as hell when Trump's not in there. Oh. Let's face it. Oh, they're way yeah. more fun when he's in. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he's just going to carry this whole thing over. I don't care who he goes up against. I, I really don't. He, This man has got an agenda. He's got a plan, and like I said, that that article that I dropped into the gateway pun—I mean, into the chat—you all need to look at it because he hit on everything with with what he was doing. In fact, I'll tell you something: the ultra MAGA party 
they put together a terrific speech based on what Bannon had to say up there. And this got me all pumped up. I'm going to play it. Thank you. You know, I'd like to be able to report that we're just in a crisis or there's a crisis coming, but that's not the case. There's no longer a gathering storm. The storm is here. What you have now is you have two converging crises, a crisis of capital markets and economics and a crisis of geopolitical and military. Look what happened since Trump left office. Ayatollah's going to Beijing, having a military ceremony, going to bring Xi to, to Tehran. You got the merger of the KGB and the CCP. You've got Erdogan. You have our great allies in Saudi Arabia transferring oil to Chinese currency away from the U.S. dollar. You have a convergence on the Eurasian landmass. And what are we doing? We're turning over our foreign policy to Zelensky to let him determine whether he's going to go take Crimea or not. The convergence of these two crises is going to lead us into a third world war. A third world war that are not only going to wipe you out economically and financially in this country, more important, your sons and daughters are going to die on foreign battlefields. Are you prepared for that? Do you support that? Because if you don't stand up and fight it, it's going to happen. And they will have to fight, and they will be dying. Governor DeSantis, Mike Pompeo, Tim Scott, you have Nikki Haley. That's all fine. It's not relevant. We don't have time for on-the-job training for a man that gave us four years, four, four years, years of, of peace, peace and prosperity. prosperity. Note to Fox senior management, when Donald J. Trump talks, it's, it's newsworthy. We need unity. We need unity to look for We're not looking for unity. We're looking for victory. We're not looking for compromise. We're looking to save our country. Okay, Murdoch, here's the way it's going to be, brother. You've disrespected Donald J. Trump long enough. Donald J. Trump is not simply a leader of a political party. He is a leader of the most powerful political movement in American history. He's not up against DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo. He's up against Ken Griffin and Mitch McConnell and Murdoch. If he wins the primary, they're gonna work for the Democrats just like they worked for Hillary Clinton. I was there. I can tell you they were in Clinton's camp the entire way. All they are is about money. And the only people can stop them on the face of the earth are you, you, and you. MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Remember, Murdoch, You've deemed Trump's not going to be president. Well, we've deemed that you're not going to have a network. If your task and purpose is to take your country back, this country will be saved. Yeah, that was good. Wasn't that wonderful? Oh my gosh, I couldn't wait to play it. It got me so psyched today. I was like, this is it. This is where we're headed. This is where we're going. We reject the rhinos. We're making that perfectly clear. Why do you think that, we're already getting these hit pieces already? They're yeah, upset. They're, oh, yeah. They're it, it's, it's It's, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be blood. It's going to be a bloodbath in the primaries. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm ready God. for it. I am so ready for it. I am, I am just like the chat. You should see them. They're all fired up. I'm fired up. You're fired up. I'm ready to get going now. Um, they well, had me, stepped look, on it, us look, the last if, time. If you're just somebody who decided you want to vote for DeSantis um, instead of Trump this time, I have no, that's your right. I have no ill will towards you at all. But if you're somebody that's an influencer, you know, uh, uh, and you have an account uh, who pushed Trump for the last four years and made your name, which I did, kind of being a Trump supporter, um, uh, and then you started selling MAGA stuff, MAGA hats, MAGA this on your website and this and that. And then here it is. You man, Then I do got a problem with you. I got a big problem with you. And now you're just going to just dump all that if you made all this money. People who made money on it. And I don't even sell anything that says Trump on it. Oh, my gosh. People want me, hey, do this with Cat Turd. It says MAGA. Well, I don't have the trade right. I don't have the trademark to that. And I wouldn't do it. This I don't. Tr I don't sell any Trump gear because... It's not my gear to sell. It's his. He owns it. Well, well here's the thing. Okay. So I, I was never, I mean, I was involved in politics a little bit because my parents were. But President Trump actually was the one that caught my attention. He's the one in 2016, when I saw him coming down the escalator, I said, that's him. Okay. 
I, I'm totally on board with that, and especially with what he was able to accomplish in this country. He put out his vision, and he was up against every single person. He got me fired up back then to the point where I made it on a list, and I was sitting there, you know, blacklisted from society. And then all of a sudden, they took him out also, right? And everybody else that were conservatives just complete you saw exactly what was happening to this country as a result of president trump because his vision was different because he wasn't going to sell out to all of these people i've always been on team trump i've never wavered i and i'm sure there are a lot of really great candidates out there i'm sure they are, they are they'll have their time but we've got some unfinished business and i'm, I'm going, going to see this through I'm with president trump the, i'm going to the end of the line that's right I am absolutely. And of course, not people going say, "Well, if let's say DeSantis got it, would you pay? Would you um, be for him?" In the, of course, I would. If anybody got it, I'd be over him, over Biden, him a, 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 a stick of butter. Oh my god! I'd gosh. be over him. Of course, I would. Oh yeah, I'm putting so, everything I got into President Trump. I and I'm starting yeah, early. I'm just looking in the future though. People are like, "Well, you're just gonna." Because you know, some people we won't vote. That's that's crazy. Oh, you can't. You have to vote. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Have, the ultimate goal is to get the Democrats the hell out of there. Oh yeah. Put somebody in that will, will you know, that that will try to save the country. We got to get the Democrats the hell out. Biden don't deserve to be there. He didn't oh, campaign. No. They cheated like hell. Mm -mm. Uh, they cheated and counted and counted for months until he won, and uh, he don't deserve it. He, he's illegitimate as hell in my opinion. I can't stand the guy. He's whole family's garbage uh the whole thing hadn't felt right since election day to that military uh, uh to, to the till to, to the j6 uh set up to the uh, uh military involvement in 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 the uh inauguration oh, yeah. just the whole thing has just felt like shit ever since and all this uh, uh DOJ's got in here and the FBI who, who don't I mean you can burn the city down you know if, if you're a certain a Democrat voter, but you can't do nothing. They're going after Republicans that just believe in life and Christians and Catholics. It just the yeah. whole thing stinks. Absolutely. Oh, did you see the Antifa people come to Atlanta? Oh yes. Well, they burn their britches. Boy, wasn't that something? I look. The Antifa got their mar marching orders to come to Atlanta, and I've said it a long time. I used to tweet about why don't the Antifa come to the South. Uh -huh. Why don't they come to, uh, you know, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida? Why don't you ever see them down there? Because they're not going to put up with them. They're, this isn't Portland. They're not going to step back. And this isn't Chicago. And this isn't Detroit. They're not going to step back with their hands behind their back and say, okay, come in and burn our police cars, assault our officers, break glasses downtown. Uh, uh, then, so you, you saw it when they started that crap with Atlanta. And they, put, they, uh, uh, they had a police car on fire. Right. And they just started throwing them Antifas down and mass arrest them. And now they're charging them with domestic terrorism. They're going to put them in jail for years. I hope so. I hope That's so. That's how you do it. And I That's bet they right. won't come to Atlanta again because they, they didn't get anything done. They got tossed down. Now their mugshots are all over the world. And now they're, they're, they're throwing the book at them. That's what you do to these people that want to come and disrupt. Oh, completely. And and I, they should have done it since the very beginning. On that FBI list that they had for January 6ers, they should have had nothing but Black Lives Matter. I, you can look at L.A. for an example in Hollywood and see all the destruction that was going on during the whole entire George Floyd incident. You had, they, the, you had our police actually going in there and protecting the higher income tax bracket areas. So Beverly Hills was protected. Hollywood Boulevard was pretty protected. You had, but all the affluent areas completely protected. Everybody else was subjected to all the harassment, the the theft, the burning, the looting, the stealing, all of that stuff. But they made sure that they protected who was paying, you know, the big bucks. So it's two different societies. And I cannot believe what they have done to January Sixers. We're, they're still in jail right now. How frightening is that? They have not had their day in court, and you find out that it's a complete setup, and I cannot wait. Tucker says that he's going to be releasing all of that footage this week. Well, let's get to it, and let's start holding some of these people accountable for Release what they did. Release it to the public. He's only going to be able to do a few shows about it, and, and, and McCarthy wants it to go away, but it's not going to go away because I haven't seen I want to see the footage. All of it. Every yeah, single Download it. Put it online. Let us look it. at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And That's what we mean by releasing it. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I like he would release it to the person I probably trust the most, and I don't trust hardly anybody in the media. But Tucker Carlson's good, but they're he's got Fox News. That's right. The Trump haters. That's right. That's right. And they so hate how us. I don't trust that. Well, and then what you do when you give it to somebody like uh, Tucker Carlson, all the left's gonna say, "Oh yeah, they selective edited it. Yeah, no wonder." So just release it. That's right. Let us. We're we're not stupid. We can look. We can make ju- judgments on it. We can absolutely. And here's the thing: when you have a lot of people that are are looking at the exact same videos, people see different things. It's just like playing, you know, that telephone game where you whisper in somebody's ear and you go around the room, and then all of a sudden you hear something else, or somebody sees something else, or whatever. Um, you you play this, and you start to realize, wow, there's a lot of people that pick up on things. We do that here on this show all the time. You'll see something, I'll see something, and then we'll put it together. And I didn't see what you saw, and you didn't see what I saw, and then all of a sudden once it's pointed out you see it and that's the thing we should all have our eyes on this not just one person I mean uh uh-uh. no we should all be able to have access to all of that and this was really heartwarming January 6th political prisoners at DC Gulag they leaked a heartbreaking video from inside the jail praying and singing the national anthem I mean, what has happened to these? They do people? that every night. Every night, you got that right. And these people are treated, by the way, way worse than the people at Gitmo. Oh, way worse. Oh, a hundred percent worse. It is so awful, and they have just think remember about when this. they remember when they were like all the ACLU and all the left was in an uproar for years with Bush because they're we you have a right to a lawyer. And you have a right to a trial, and you have a right to defense, and you have a right to this. But you don't hear them same people doing the same thing for Americans, do you? No, not at all. It's okay now because it's your team. That's exactly it. And what has happened to them is just so, so bad. And you don't see anything like this happening to Black Lives Matter or Antifa. But that's going to change soon. Do when they come to the South. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that is going to yeah. change. This is a fabulous video. I'm just going to play it so everybody can understand how wonderful this is. And like you pointed out, Kat, they do this every single night. I've got Julian Cater here, and he's going to do the uh, prayer to start us off. And then we're going to do the national anthem. In the name of the Father, and His Son, Jesus Christ, and of the Holy Spirit, let us pray. Thank you for this experience, God, that we may get to grow and have a chance to become better men and more humble followers of your word and your will. Even though we may not fully understand it, or see the whole path yet, we have full faith and confidence that you have a plan for us. I'd like to pray for our broken nation, O God. May every soul come to know the love and grace of your only Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is the Good Shepherd. He is the true vine, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David and the bright morning star. He is the way and the truth and the life. Thank you, Lord, for opening the eyes of so many people in this country and the world. May we always let our light shine before others so that they may see your good deeds and glorify you and only you, our loving Father who art in heaven. It's in your most holy name that I pray. Amen. 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 Good prayer. Great job, Julian. I just love that. I I really do. I mean, I I know that things are going to get better for them, and especially with. And President then they sing Trump. the national anthem together, which. Oh, it's just beautiful. I mean, they, and they sing. They do that every night. Every single night. Here it goes. Three, two, one. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early so proudly we hailed as the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the barrel 
just amazing, isn't it? I mean, yeah, seriously. Even that one guy singing in like C and the songs in like G. <laughs> He's <laughs> still singing as hard as he possibly can. Yeah. And yeah. that yeah. is... Just sing it out. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Absolutely. But the, they do that every afternoon. And, and, they're, and they're just, they're treating these people like hell. They're denying them cancer drugs. I heard somebody that I trust tell me that they're, they feed them a terrible diet. And some of them just get birthday cake three days a week, I heard. And this is not official. Stuff like that. God. Three, I mean... Yeah, I mean, birthday cake, three meals a day. Think about that. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. It's just, it's so awful. So, and and, and we, they just, they don't care what they're doing to them. They're, they, they, these people <gasps> are, a lot of them are, just about all of them are in there for a misdemeanor. They've been there two years in solitary confinement. Yeah. 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 Misdemeanor trespassing. There's no trial, no trial dates, no bail, no bail for misdemeanor trespassing. My God, you have no bail for murderers and stuff in New York and all your little liberal towns. What happened to the no cash bail? That's right. I mean, oh these people, this, this is ridiculous. And the day one of uh, it, it, Trump, I guarantee you Trump's going to, uh, if it was me, day one, the first thing I'd go up there and just want to let you know, I pardon every damn one of the January 6th prisoners right now. He's going to. And I'm going to have my guards and everybody and anybody that don't want to go is going to be fired. And I'm going to have everybody go down there right now. I got a whole team, about 200 people. We're going to go down there. We're going to unlock the doors. We're going to get them out of there, and they're all going home. There ain't nothing anybody here can do about it. You can whine about it all you want. That's what's going to happen. That's the law. I'm the press. Deal that's with right. it. That's exactly now That's what we got to right. have from now on. We got to have – it's just enough of this. Don't worry about the what the press has to say. Who gives a damn? Mm -hmm. I'm just, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, we've got some unfinished business and President Trump is ready for it. He's up for it. He knows what he's got in front of him and he is going to fix it and he is going to fix it fast. And somebody that should be so nervous about this whole thing is Fauci because what is coming out on Fauci is frightening. Everything this we weasel, said. Yes. This little weasel has been. Evil just, monster. He is. He is. He's exactly soul, that. He, he, he's a soulless demon, dude. I'm telling you, that guy's no soul. He don't care. Oh. Anybody can torture puppies. You think they care about people? Oh, he is the absolute. In the name worst. of science. I am science. And they wanted to say that against me. <gasps> me. Oh, Remember that? Oh, it's like, so oh, bad. above criticism. And they, they had. For a year, brainwashed this country, and 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 he was just walking around like God. And I, if I, the, he was going up, people, he was going on the air, and they're going, yeah, Doctor Fauci, yes, my son. <laughs> and we have Thanksgiving this year. Please let us have Thanksgiving. Well, I hate to say it, but you can't have Thanksgiving this year. Oh no, we can't have Thanksgiving. Doctor Fauci said we can't have Thanksgiving, Bob. They were listening. Cancel to the turkey. We can't. We can't do it. I mean, I'm like, I'm gonna have Thanksgiving about everybody over and have 32 pound turkey, and we're gonna get, you know, we're gonna drink, have fun, and mashed potatoes and gravy, stuffing. It's oh, all happening, man. You think I care what that little weasel says? But these people actually said, oh, can we have Christmas this year, Dr. Fauci? We're all, you know, it's just like this. It's like his on. word is the law. Yes, they hung on every single thing that he was saying. So I laughed so hard awful. at that. And I was like, well, oh, are are you Lord and Savior Fauci going to let me have Thanksgiving or not? I'm on pins family. and needles. Not. Uh-uh. It was so awful. That time in history was so horrible where you couldn't even see your loved ones. You couldn't go into a hospital visit or anything but like that. If they're in a hospital, yes. But the truth is, it, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that, that was Gone. that was your fault. If you didn't get to have Thanksgiving or Christmas with your loved ones, they might have passed before you ever have to do it again. That I'm sorry, but that's your fault because you you cannot hand over your freedoms to no. some little weasel bureaucrat like Fauci, and that's your fault for doing it. So next time, I hope some of the people that bought this hook, line, and sinker, sinker can wake up and just say, I'm never going to give my freedoms away. For what? I mean, you don't get it back, folks. If you, Let's say you live 60 years. Let's say, I mean, some people don't live 20 years. Some people don't live nine years. You only got so many years of life, and you're going to give two years of your freedoms up, your American God-given freedoms and your life, 
and your family and everything up over a virus with a 99.9%? Exactly. Exactly. But <laughs> Survival see, rate? It, this guy, what was killing him was going to the hospital. The hospital protocol killed everybody, absolutely. folks. Absolutely. How many people died of their homes of COVID? Seriously. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard anybody say, hey, they found him in their home. He was just dead on his, you know, watching Gilligan's Isle in his recliner. Have That's you right. heard they anybody? They them on those ventilators. And... Have you heard of anybody dying at mm-hmm. home from COVID? I'm serious. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I haven't. Once you got to the hospital and they gave you that resmizavir or whatever it was, and it shut down your lungs, and, and they just, I mean, they wouldn't give you anything. They All the stuff that worked, they wouldn't give you. They wouldn't give you nothing but a bunch of stuff that didn't work. Right. Put you on a ventilator, then you're dead. Oh, my gosh. And then they gave you the jab, and then you're dead. Because now you see athletes and you see young men who are just dropping, and you're seeing it as a result of the vax. But they were forcing people to have this vax. Now, don't forget, too, Fauci was signaling. When President Trump was up there and he was talking about COVID and everything else, he knew this little rat in this this clip makes me so mad because you knew what he was doing. He was trying to send, to to signal to anybody that was saying, orange man bad, hoping that they would look and focus on what Fauci was saying and doing behind President Trump's back. Look at this. To the State Department, or as they call it, the Deep State Department, if you don't mind. I'd like to have him See, he was signaling. He was he was trying to make a fool out of President Trump, and that's what he got the news media to focus on. Look, was, nobody can see him. There's right? Like, he's I so know. short. Like he's, a, <laughs> he's an elf. I know. Look, that's Pompeo's shoulder. He comes up to he's exactly. probably like six foot tall. Exactly. Uh, but that's what he was doing. And so they all focused in on Fauci because they got the idea that, hey, he's against President Trump. I mean, this guy, he couldn't even throw a baseball. All right. I mean, the guy's like just a complete, he, he's horrible. But he did the exact same thing with with uh, the AIDS pandemic. He threw a baseball better than he did the COVID response. <laughs> I'll tell you that a lot it's better. So true. It's Even so though you know true. he threw it, he threw it to first base. Oh my gosh! But, uh, but you know, it's it, it it's just their latest scam. You know, climate change is a hoax. Always was. It's the biggest hoax. If you can't see it, I don't even know what to tell you. Oh wow! The COVID response hoax. The oh, whole yeah. thing, the whole lockdowns and shut the business down, shut the world economics down. Uh, just make every city a ghost town. It, 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 uh, what are they going to do when they do have one now? Nobody's going to believe them. They're all going to go up there and die. Well, it's true. No Not one a is, real one. No one is going to believe them. And now all of a sudden you've got the real stories that are coming out and you have new evidence that is suggesting that Fauci prompted drafting of pro- proximal origins to squash lab leak theory. He was doing absolutely everything that he could to divert from that and saying that it came from a wet market. Now, why? All of a sudden, you saw these researchers that were retracting all of this stuff. Jim Jordan, and this will be the last clip that I play because we're finished um, with the show today, but he's got some really great questions, and I just, wanna, I just want people to keep it in the front of their mind about Dr. Fauci and what he was actually doing behind the scenes. Congressman Jim Jordan. Mr. Chairman, thanks very much for being here. Good to be with you, Maria. You've got two upcoming hearings this week, the subcommittee on COVID, and then, of course, the weaponization of government. What are we going to learn this week, do you think? Well, first on the the COVID issue, understand that on January 31st, 10.32 p.m., 2020, so right at the get-go, Dr. Fauci gets an email from Dr. Christian Anderson, which says, virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. The next day, he gets another email from Dr. Gary. Now, these are doctors he's handed out our tax dollars to over the years. Dr. Gary's email says, I don't know how this happens in nature. It would be easy to do in a lab. That same day, February 1st, 2020, so again, right at the start, that same day, Dr. Fauci organizes a conference call, Him and Dr. Collins get on there with Dr. Gary, Dr. Anderson, all these other virologists. They get on there, and three days later, everybody changes their story. The same guy who said this would be easy to do in a lab says, oh, now you're crazy if you think it came from a lab. The same guy that says, I don't know how this, that that this would, uh, this looks engineered, he changes his story. And then the kicker is, three months later, those same two doctors, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, get a several million dollar grant from Dr. Fauci to continue their research. So the the fundamental question is, why was Dr. Fauci so consumed 
with making sure the narrative wasn't about the lab. I think it's because they were doing gain-of-function research there. He didn't want that out. And, and that was the narrative that everyone on the left bought into, even though the facts and common sense, maybe most importantly, pointed to the lab leak theory. I mean, it's, it's, this is something that we should all agree on. Yeah. Let's get to the bottom of this disease, this, this you know, virus that killed 7 million people across the world. I don't understand the media. No, immediately didn't. going with this Democrat narrative and the CCP narrative rather than forcing for an investigation. Yeah, wh why not just, just give us the facts, be transparent with us, but understand with this virus, they have told us all kinds of things that turned out to be false. I mean, they, they told us it didn't come from a lab. Now, again, it looks like they, it sure did because the Department of Energy, FBI, everyone says it came from a lab. Now, they said it wasn't gain-of-function research. Sure looks like it was. They said it wasn't our tax dollars used at that Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yes, they were through EcoHealth. They went there. And then, of course, they told us that the vaccinated couldn't get it. The vaccinated couldn't transmit it. They told us that... There was no such thing as natural immunity. This would be the first virus in history where there's no such thing as right. natural immunity. So time and time again, they told us things that were not accurate. The, I, again, the, the fundamental question is why? why? What was the yep. Was it politics motivating? Or was it code. Um, but I always tell people, I always say, we're Americans. We're big boys and girls. We can handle it. Right. It's supposed to be a government of the people, by the people, for the people. So tell we the people the truth. Mm. Quit trying to, to quit, tr quit lying to us. Fun. But <laughs> there's his throw there's his pitch all uh, right cat well, i know i know i hope they they prosecute him to the fullest extent just like they would anybody else in history that has killed so many people because all of these deaths lie on his shoulders and uh, he's gonna have to answer for it especially with all this other stuff going on all right, everyone. I want to just thank those that I was able to spot that donated to the show. Teresa Manutolo. Um, we have John J. Pierce. We have Mary Eichart. We have Miss Mary McKay. We have Bethany Shaden. We have Just Me and the Dog. Sin Lu Wu. Thank you so much for donating to the show. Anything else you want to add there, Kat? No. No, you're good? <laughs> I'm out to tomorrow. <laughs> All right, everyone. Same cat time, same cat channel. That's right. We'll see you Monday through Friday, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see you later. Bye.